You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Do you know how hard it is to prep for a nerd geek show and not talk about Star Wars? Yeah, um, it's awful, and uh, I do apologize for that. Well, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not just you. It's like, I haven't, like, I've been working, like, everyone's on vacation, so I haven't had, like, a chance to go see the movie. Oh, so you haven't seen anything? I haven't seen the oh, movie. Wow. And you guys haven't seen the movie. Right, right. And when I was doing prep for today's show, all I kept seeing was like, oh, another Star Wars story. Another yeah. Star Wars story. Like, yeah. I understand, but it's like, come on, guys. Like, how many articles do we need that says like, hey, Star Wars broke this box office record. Star Wars did this. Yeah, it is kind of exhausting. You know, and it's just like, I get it, guys. Like, although I thought it was really cool. Um uh, the people behind Jurassic World they put out a little meme congratulating Star Wars because they held the box they office record. Sure, and now obviously it's you know, but like the I don't think the margin was by as much as I thought it was. I think it's only like, I think like uh, I think it was a Jurassic World did like five hundred and fifty two million. Yeah, and now like Star Wars is like. 568? Six, I thought it was like in the 80s, 580, oh, okay. something like that. I thought that. there was an 8 in there. But, but, but like still, like relatively close, you yeah. know. But it was cool because uh, the guys from Jurassic World had uh, had uh, BB-8 right. and a T-Rex like leaning down and like putting a medal on him. <laughs> and I was like, Aww. that's pretty cool. That's really you, classy. You know, that's nice. is, yeah. is, is, is knowing, is, you know, is, is, is showing that, that love. I thought that was great. That's really cool. Uh, this is My Comic Life on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Jeff, and sitting across from me is not Sam. I know I always say, as usual, is, and then Sam fills in. But today it's not Sam, because Sam's on a family vacation in Arizona. Family. Boo. I know. So, uh, Welcome, everybody, to the most <laughs> valuable <laughs> podcast on the... Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Force it of seems, habit. It seems that we have uh, crowned the wrong podcast today. <laughs> I apologize heavily for that. Yes. Um, instead, the podcast you are hearing is my comic. That's life. right. So that is Matthew <laughs> from What's MVP. Hey, and uh, sitting next to him is also someone that you're not used to seeing. Seeing? seeing hearing? Right. Whatever. It's funny because I just waved at her like <laughs> yeah. everybody could see me. Yeah, yeah. And you're I, so you're yeah. too used to Periscope. I am. I am. You are. Uh, but. No, is uh, you've brought along your lovely wife mm-hmm. Olivia, and uh, I think this is the first time we've had a girl on the <laughs> show in the year oh. we've been doing oh, it. So no. like, this is a pretty big deal. This is groundbreaking. You know, is say, uh, say hi. Hi. Hey. So uh, okay, so uh, let's just get right into it. Let's dive into it. Let's just dive into let's it. Go. Is uh, first up, I want to follow up on a story that we did last week. So. Last week, Sam and I uh, talked a, a lot of trailers dropped last week, uh, yeah. the week of uh, Force Awakens, is we had uh, that. we had uh, the new Independence Day trailer, yep. which, you know, I think depending on where you fall with that movie. Is right. Like I mean, if, you're, if you don't expect a whole lot out mm-hmm. of Independence Day, then mm-hmm. you'll be perfectly fine. If you yeah. just take it as it is, a freaking romp amongst right. aliens, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah. And then... Crap, I just blinked on the other one because we talked about three. We talked about Independence Day. Forget what the other trailer was that we mentioned. Oops. Was it the Batman suit? No, that was a couple weeks ago. Anyways, but the one that we kind of talked about a lot was the new Star Trek trailer, which has been getting slammed every which way. Yep. 
and now, so you guys hadn't seen the Star Trek trailer. Yep, we and, just saw it before we, uh, before we started. Uh-huh, and uh, uh, Olivia Matthew mentioned that you're a Star Trek fan. Mm. So as a Star Trek fan, what's your initial reaction to seeing the trailer? It seems like a joke. It's, uh, <laughs> Star Trek is, like, serious. <laughs> yes, and, like, that's, like, the biggest complaint is, I mean, this is what happens when, like, you have the director of Fast 7 mm-hmm. coming in. Like, for, for he's a good director. I mean, because Fast 7 was a good movie. Sure. Like, as much as I hate to admit it. It's the right guy in the wrong place. It's a different it's genre. Right. There you go. That, yeah. I, I think that's exactly it. Uh, right. You know, right guy, wrong place. And so a lot of people have been slamming it. And, well, one of the people that he wasn't slamming it, but he definitely was not a fan of it is Simon Pegg, who... But he's in it. <laughs> not, not only is Simon Pegg in it, yeah. but he helped write the film. Yikes. Right. So, like, I th- four people have writing credits for, uh, for, the new, for Star Trek Beyond, and Simon Pegg is one of them. Mm-hmm. And so Simon Pegg had to go on Twitter, yeah, and, like, right. this was his exact quote. He, he was like, because I know there's a lot more to the film, there's <laughs> a lot more story and a lot more character stuff and a lot more of what I would call Star Trek stuff. That's what he said on Twitter sure. when everyone was backlashing or yeah. when the backlash came in. Do you think... It's a good or, or bad sign that, that he w- had to go on and defend that, it that quickly. Yes, like th- almost instantaneously, like the day it dropped, I believe, is like when he uh, all, uh, came out and uh, said it. Right. I I kind of want to know whose decision it was to release or to put together that kind of the trailer for it as the initial reaction or as the, as the initial view, because somebody out there probably the director. Well, right, but I mean, you would have thought that the writer slash star one of the stars of the show would have said you know maybe that's not well, such a great th- idea I, <laughs> they i don't think they get a whole lot of say yeah. into it because uh like i used to work i used to work with a lady at a radio station and her uh her like nephew mm-hmm. like works out in la and that's all his job is is like he just sits he's like she's like he just sits in a dark room all day and just like makes trailers, yeah, you know, and so like watches the film and like chops it up. So I don't know how much input directors and all that have. I mean, if we go back to like Fantastic, the newest Fantastic Four movie, <laughs> you heard the director being like, "I didn't have a lot of say in a <laughs> lot of stuff," and, huh. but, okay. you know. Um, and Pay and Simon Pegg actually s- said that like this was the marketing team, like that. There's more to the movie, See? but this trailer being bad. He didn't say directly it was the marketing team, but he was saying that it was the marketing team and that they are trying to widen the audience for the new Star Trek film. That makes sense. Yeah, but, well, okay. I get I get where they come from from a marketing standpoint, but, I mean, it's Star Trek. How <laughs> wide of a, I mean... Not as I, big as Star Wars. Well, that's true, but, I mean, it's still going to have... It's not going to suffer at the box office. Like, I think by them saying, okay, we need to widen the base, that, to me, says that the marketing team doesn't believe in the movie enough to pull what it needs to to make to be well, marketable. Well, and also, like you said, it's not really Star Wars that, or Star Trek that we're seeing in, in, this, in this trailer. No. And... If what Simon Pegg is saying is true and there's more stars, Star Trek stuff in the film that we're not seeing in the trailer, you may be widening your audience and get more people in the seats, but then you're going to piss more people <laughs> off. Right. Because they're going to be like – because like I, 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 the, 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 the audience I feel like they're trying to go after 
is the same audience that goes sees sees Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And then if there's more Star Trek stuff in the film than in the trailer, they're going to get in there and be like, why is everyone just sitting around talking about like humanity <laughs> and like we you know the betterment of this and you know disc- you know it's like where's all the action? Yeah. You know, so you, so <clears throat> you're going to piss off your new audience mm-hmm. and ruin it for possible future films or you go after that audience and you piss off your hardcore fan base which is not what you want to no. do right and so you wonder or I mean I do like what kind of are you how are you insulting one fan bases you take your pick are you insulting their intelligence by saying well you're obviously not going to get that Star Trek is supposed to be serious in Star Trek right or are you pissing off the other one by saying well you don't you know that this director is not going to do all the actiony shit like that yeah it's like Okay, I, I'm pretty sure that the people going to see this are, are educated enough to know what the movie's going to end up being. You yeah. don't have to shove it in your face like, action movie! Right, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, I mean, I guess they feel like it, they they need to do it. I mean, Spell it out? I, I mean, like, I know, I know Into Darkness wasn't as big as hit as they wanted it to be. Yeah. I know, but, like... I still kind of enjoyed it. Well, sure, it was good. You know, is like I like it a lot. Yeah, you know, is I didn't I did, I thought like the two the two that J.J. Abrams did. W- yeah, he did the second one. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I thought those were were pretty good. You know, you can definitely tell that he was not nearly involved with this because he was doing Star well, of Wars. Not. Yeah, I, I like, mean, it in the trailer it's like yeah, produced by you know J.J. Abrams, but then you're like. I saw that same shot in Fast 7, like, whoa, you know, yeah. and it's like, that's because J.J. Abrams yeah, yeah. wasn't on set and he was over, you know, with Disney. Yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, hopefully, we were talking about this before the show uh, about how, like, you know, yes, yeah, they release different trailers. Sometimes it's, you know. They do a goofy one. They do a serious one usually. And, I mean, for a first look, okay, it wasn't what everybody wanted to see, but. Keep in mind, like, when is this slated to release? Uh, not till not till next year. Okay, um, you've got. I, I don't. Ha- I don't know about a release date exact yet. But I'm just like, it's not around the corner. No. So no, no, no. Give it time. No. Uh, there will be another trailer that'll probably have stuff that you do want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just keep in mind that um, the just just watch the damn movie. Yeah. What are you gonna yeah. What are you gonna do? I'd like to find the Star Trek person that says, "Well, that trailer sucked. I'm not gonna, not gonna go, go see, see it." it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. No. No. Is 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 the the hardcore fan base is still gonna go see it? Like like no problem. No matter whatsoever. what. So I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, trailer two redeems itself. The number mm-hmm. one thing that I've seen besides the dirt bike that sure. you know doing the jump, the other thing that I've heard is pissing people off the most is the that Beastie Boys. <laughs> no, I thought that was one I of the better parts. Yeah, right. You know, uh, no, is uh, the scene where you see the Enterprise like wrecked in the like. There's a shot where you see the Enterprise like down, uh-huh. and it's just like, from what I've been hearing from the uh, from some of the fans, it's just like, you know, the whole purpose of Star Trek is you're in space and you're exploring. How are you can do that without a ship? Yeah, you know, and even in like in like I've even heard that them describe this new film as like we're going back to space, like we're gonna do that more, and it's like. Not according to your trailer. <laughs> okay, so, but I mean, I've I've seen lots of the old Star Trek episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you say old, original series, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, okay, things before Deep this movie. Space Nine. Things before this okay. movie. I'm just saying, not all of it takes place against the black backdrop of stars. Like, right. It happens um, in they places. They go on away teams. Yeah, away exactly. Missions. So I mean, 
to say but, that you're not in space, I mean, you know, where where was that crashed? Where was where was yeah. the Enterprise down? You don't know. Yeah. Maybe it got down because they were in space, and you got to go back there. So, I mean, I would think that the movie doesn't end with them just sitting next to the wrecked Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Or it Unless they're setting up for another one, but still, that's a terrible ending. Yeah, no, is... Uh, so, I think people need to just keep their pants on. Well, yeah, but but also I, you can understand the initial gut reaction of like, what did I just watch? Like, okay, this, yes. is, this is not the Star Trek that I know, you know. These are not the Star Treks you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, uh, so yeah, so hopefully uh, hopefully the movie doesn't suck and hopefully the next trailer is uh, more redeeming than, uh, yeah. than uh, this trailer. So, mm-hmm. uh, only time will tell. Another, uh, I guess you could say sci-fi fantasy uh uh, property that has been raising a lot of, I don't want to say issues, but eyebrows is uh, is this new uh, Harry Potter. Now, is it a film or is it a play? Like, I can't. I, cause yeah, you, cause that you wasn't were clear. Saying, you were saying it was a sequel. It was a follow up, right? I thought it was. Right. From my under, okay, so we're talking about. Uh, up, smartphones. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about the news from uh, the new. It's uh, Harry Potter and. Uh, Oh, I forgot uh, what the subtitle is, but um, the 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 cursed child. There it is, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And th- from my understanding, and I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. Neither am I. Is like this is taking place after th- we're going back to Harry, Hermione. Is that how you say mm-hmm. her name? Yeah, Her- and, Hermione and and Ron. and Ron, and we're following we're following up with their story of like. What's been happening to them since Hogwarts? Sure. And there's been an interesting casting choice. And they have casted uh, the character of Hermione with a uh, black actress. Yep. And first of all, I got to say, like, I'm a little upset that, like, some of the people are like, you you know, like, you have those people that you can't, you know, like... I don't want to say racist comments, but they're kind of leaning towards that. Sure. You know, and I'm just like, I get what you're saying, but the way you're bringing it about doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like you got to choose a better way to actually. Right. I mean, the issue is is obviously just you know, like if you're gonna do it as a follow up to what the character originally was, I mean, there can be subtle changes that you make, hair color, eye color, whatever exactly. things. We're not gonna, but I mean, that kind of thing. I mean, it's thing. really hard. Like, I mean, because like. Because like one of the because and we should mention J.K. Rowling um, is uh, has is like come out and be like I support this like I have no problem with this right, I right, never right, speci- right. I never specified race in the books sure that's absolutely fine agreed but here's the thing you specified race and you specified certain characteristics in the, mo- in in the, the movie. movies yeah. uh, the internet says it is a play in the West End okay. of London so okay so so, that's, so it is that's a play. better but. It, I'm a, you know what? It, it is better because it then then Why? you're now acknowledging that it doesn't follow. This isn't following the sequencing of the movies. It, it is. is. You know what? You're absolutely. Oh, well. okay. Well, but it's fo- but it's more following. Of course, I mean, you can well, say that the fo- movie's based off of the books, but you know, books movies got the slight differences. So this is more following the story arc of the books. Yeah. And if you just read it and you haven't seen any of the movies and you're just reading the books along, then this works out just yeah. right. Right, but I mean, but do you think that because of the movies and how popular the movies were, that like oh everybody's gonna that that more because 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 what I imagine happening 
is people going to this play mm-hmm. and they are expecting it to be a continuation of the movies sure. because I definitely think the movies hit a wider yeah, audience well, than the books did. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the books did really well and after the movies came out, you saw the sales of the books pick back up. We're a visual society though, you know, so I mean. Ex- that, there it is, yeah. you know. So I mean, heck, even the book jacket covers, you know, I mean. Well, whether illustrated reg- based I know, on. But re- regardless <laughs> of whether J.K. Rowling actually specified race or not, even if you look at the cover arts and all that stuff, like they kind of give you that yeah, is, already notion yeah, of what it's supposed to be. I was about to say, if you look at a cover of Harry Potter before the first movie, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you look at a second printing of the book after the movie. Yeah, right. it looks like Daniel Radcliffe. After. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so, so. An interesting parallel is um, when the Hunger Games movies came out, and um, one of the little girls in the book... Um, was played as a black actress, and everyone freaked out about that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And they got all angry, and and the author came out and said, "I never said she was white. I said she had, you know, chocolate colored skin or or tan skin." And sure, sure. Yeah, which. But people were still angry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know. W- yeah. So I mean, so but we haven't. I don't know. Has this escalated to the point of Emma Stone in The King and I yet? Oh, whitewashing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Um, Emma Stone was cast in the that live, like the live action thing of The King and oh, I, and yeah. people were like, "Oh, yeah. dude, she's not well, right? Not even close." Because I, re- I remember. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm thinking of when they came back and apologized for um, the um, Christian Bale uh, biblical movie Exodus, like God of Exodus or something that takes place in Egypt, oh, and they're yeah, like, yeah, 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 they're like. Hey, white people and your all entire that. cast is white. Yep. in yeah. a yep, region yep, yep. of the world, and British. Yeah, yeah, that has <laughs> that like, and this time period had no white people. What the fuck are you doing? Well, and then there was another one of those live action uh, play things that happened on on TV, mm-hmm. and it was cast all black, and people were like, "Well, what is that? Well, what are you no, doing?" I'm like, no, no, well, you're come on, you're, guys. you're talking about the Wiz, right? Oh, yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay, but, yeah, the, people the, were throwing a fit about that, but. Though. but if people were throwing a fit about how about the Wiz, then they are obviously not familiar with the source material, right? Because the source material is the movie The Wiz, which w- like was done in I believe like the '60s or '70s when you know the uh, when racial debates were you know out there, and they were like, oh, we're going to redo a Wizard of Oz version for ourselves because mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz, like, was all white people, mm-hmm. yes, and yeah. so the Wiz is you know was a movie that was The Wizard of Oz with an all-black cast. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do a play mm-hmm. y- based off the movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like what I think would have been a bigger argument is if they're like, we're going to do The Wiz and then we're going to cast it either with like a mix, uh, a mix uh, mm-hmm. cast, mm-hmm. ensemble cast or like do it as like all like Asian or all, sure. you know, whatever. Like <clears throat> then it's like, okay, I get it, you know, but like it's like, you're mad because they made a, a they cast all black people out of a based off a movie that was for that like right like you know that doesn't make any sense you know but so luckily though I think with J.K. Rowling coming out and defending the casting I believe people just kind of like calm down a bit <laughs> yeah because like because when you have the when you have the creator come out and say something you know is just kind of like 
what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. And now that, that's a good segue from the Star Wars thing because you've got the writer Simon Pegg coming out and say, like, like uh, Star, Trek. Con- Star Trek, Ted coming, <laughs> <laughs> but I know, still Star coming Wars out everywhere. So still coming out and saying like, calm down, everything will be fine. Leave yeah. it alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So again, this is just internet trolls just like reacting. Yeah. Like, Stop it. <laughs> it. It really is. And like, and I really think that if you're a fan of Harry Potter. It, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter, and you know, and yeah, is if it's if if the play is more focusing on the storyline set in the books, mm-hmm. then you're absolutely right. It doesn't, you know, she never specifies in the book, so it doesn't matter. But if it is supposed to be a continuation of the um of the uh of of the of movies. The then it's like you've are you've set this precedent, mm-hmm. and you know it, I thought it was interesting that you were bringing up before the show uh, about how like well they do this in comic books a lot yeah you know but it's like but when they change like for instance uh, right now the current run of the Hulk uh, is he's Korean you know and it's huh. the first time they've ever had a Korean you know I think superhero in like Relax. general you know. But, like, the difference with that is, is you restart those series, mm-hmm. you know, is with comic books is is you're like, <clears throat> okay, we know you know the story of the Hulk, mm-hmm. but now we're going to start a new story arc, and it, we're essentially starting over from the beginning. Mm. And that's what I think allows comic books to change up their stuff like that, you yeah, know? You can always just explain you know, it with, it, like, a parallel universe mm-hmm. or something here or there. Well, that's, restarting. No, that's the whole yeah, purpose of the Secret Wars was to get rid of all those <laughs> fucking parallel. <laughs> I mean, like, like, when you're like, yeah, we have infinite number of universes, you're like, shit's going to get confusing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, that's why, and that's why you have, like, Secret Wars and why DC did, like, you know, DC didn't do a story arc. They're just like, guess what, guys? Reset button, new 52. And, like, yeah. just starting over with issue number one. So I think that's why comic books can get away with it more than, like, you said a visual. Well, comic books are a visual medium. But, you know, the way they do their storytelling is really different. Like, like if they were going back to Harry Potter and starting all over again, sure. then absolutely, you know, then there's no argument because you're starting over from source material. I think what a lot of people are, are, are I, I hate saying upset because it's a ridiculous reason, but yeah. while they're getting, you know, peeved, is because it's like you're not rebooting. You're it's a continuation. Continuing. Sure. And you know, but you know, like Again, like continuing we, of the book, not of the right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is is it depends on where they're picking up and mm-hmm. continuing it from. Right. So uh, so hopefully this all blows over. Is you know, you know, I'm, I I wouldn't go see it not because of how they did the casting, just because it's like. Um, well, it's a play. It's in London. <laughs> and, and it's a play. I, it's in London. I don't know how. And, uh, yeah, I didn't finish the, the movie series, you know. Sure. You and know. The other reason I wouldn't, I mean, I just don't know how that kind of stuff translates onto the stage all that well. Yeah. I mean, we all saw how wonderful the stage run of, like, Spider-Man Turn Out the Lights went. Um, you, you know what was a really good stage, ad- stage adaptation? And I had to go see it because in college I went to London for uh, a study abroad program. Yeah. And our professor was the theater, you know, sure. department guy. So we had to go to, like, so many plays. And we went and saw the Lord of the Rings play. Wow. Let me tell you, I'm not a big play guy. Definitely not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Holy shit, that was a fun fucking play. Really? Okay. When you're on stage and you can make someone disappear. Oh, so okay. So yeah, they can do a lot now. You have oh yeah, like it was crazy because like he puts on the ring and then there's like a little puff of smoke and lights flash and then it's like, whoa, that dude is 
off stage. Wow. Yeah. Like either they have a mat. Un- yeah, they have a mat underneath the, uh, and he just went dead and like fell down or something, something else. Happened. Right, know? right, right. But I will, I will say the Lord of the Rings play is kind of a fun play. It's yeah. also nice to be able to hear the entire story in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, instead of having to go through was, yeah, nine like, hours. I the whole I, story? Yeah. I, I don't, it was a long, I think it was like a three or four hour play. Uh-huh. Is, but still. Uh, is that how long plays normally are? I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I it depends. I, I if it, if it's going to be an epic like Lord of the Rings, sure. Three or four hours sounds yeah. about right. I, I, I know there was yeah. an intermission, but I sure. also, but in London, you can drink anywhere, so I was You just, didn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was just like, man, prices at the theater for alcohol kind of cheap compared when you go to the States. So, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I was just like, take advantage of this shit, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I don't remember exactly how the plan, but uh, it was the full it was story. Wow. Okay. But you also can't be like, all right, guys, come back tomorrow night for part two, you know. like, I mean, Yeah, that's true. They could do, like, come back next season for part two. But again, really hard. You've got the yeah. like the class yeah. of study abroad people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, yeah. and then it, what? And then it's just like, hey guys, I know you're premiering the play tomorrow night, but can you do the first play <laughs> the night before so that way I can like re- get have it fresh it all in one sitting. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta know. binge watch this like Netflix. Yeah. can I just mm-hmm. sit here? Yeah, yeah. Which it. is actually what it's funny you say that because you know uh, Broadway is actually playing with the idea of of doing like a streaming service. That you subscribe mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. and then you can like you know be like, okay, Watch, Friday yeah. night this play's going on Broadway, and then like tune in on your computer. So it's inter- I, I think, and I know we're like straying a little bit off topic here, but it's, it's all right. It's not you. It's, the, it's how the show goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the, I mean, because you know we've all been in theaters, and they have that advertisement of like, what is it, live, whatever, oh, it is. opera, yeah, the met, met op, and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised that kind of thing hasn't like shown up sooner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, with streaming services being around as long as it has, right. plus the whole live look in met opera kind of right. things, it's like you guys, like because that's obvious. Yeah, because I, I also don't think like the people that would go to a pl- like go see like Phantom mm-hmm. of the Opera, like. I don't think they would really enjoy going to like a movie theater and sitting down and watching it on a screen. Like, you know, but like doing it at home, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, like I'm in the comfort of my house. It's there. Why not? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, and also it's going to be a lot cheaper, you know, Mm because, because if it's a streaming service, then they're going to price it around Netflix and all those other ones. Whereas I pay $14 for one ticket to go see it in the theater, you know, I could probably play double and go see mm-hmm. it in real life. Mm-hmm. You know? But at the same time, and I mean, I'm completely switching trains here because I like the idea of, of streaming movie uh, mm-hmm. versions of plays. But I also know when I was in plays in high school um, and they would do the whole filming thing, there were so many nuances that like the rest of us yeah. were doing off camera. Mm-hmm. And the camera's just focused in on the two guys mm-hmm. that are talking right there. Right. And I'm over there going, oh, you're not seeing what I'm doing off to the side right. there. It's pretty awesome. Take gum it. I think also, though, the Broadway guys, they're going to have more than one steady, like yeah. one, <laughs> one like wide shot They'll of the whole back play. I, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying like at the at that moment in time, Unless yeah. you've got the b- option for multiple camera angles, which are, who knows, maybe they will. But yeah, 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 anyway. uh, yeah. So uh, moving over from the stage to uh, TV, since we're talking about it, uh, super excited. I honestly thought you guys were uh, were watching this, but I Sorry. got I, I, I got my host mixed up, and it was Danny. Should have had him on. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. If uh, you can find him. Yeah, I know. I've been seeing his Facebook posts. He's out in the middle. 
nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, real quick, uh, really happy that uh, the uh, Amazon show Man in the High Castle mm-hmm. has already been renewed for a season two, and I am uh, super excited about that. Like, I, you guys said you watched a couple episodes. Live, you have. You haven't seen it. You've, have you? you've seen them live. Yeah, I've well, seen probably a few while episodes. I've been at work and such. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, well, if you're unfamiliar with uh, Man in the High Castle, it's the story of an, I guess you could say an alternate world where the Axis won World War II. And so now uh, the world is pretty much controlled by Nazi Germany and Imperial Japan. Mm -hmm. And the story takes place in the United States where the East Coast is controlled by the Nazis and the West Coast is controlled by Japan. And there's like a small little section in the United States that is called the neutral zone, uh, which is where like, I, I, well, I mean, there's no other way to say it, but, like, all the rejects, like, all, all the Jewish people, all mm-hmm. the black people, all the... All the everybody else's? Uh, yeah, who doesn't fit into the master race. That's yeah, the better way to put right it. In there. They all go into this neutral zone, and there's a group of... Because this is taking place 20 years after World War II. Okay. And so there's a resistance group that is trying to get America back to the way it was. Uh-huh. And there are these films that are showing the United States winning the war... And so Japan and, and Germany are like, we need to get these films because these can destroy our empire. And so the whole series is about the resistance group, you know, working across the United States trying to get it. And all these films are produced by uh, a, a mysterious person simply known as uh, the man in the high castle. Gotcha. And so, I ha- trust me, I haven't ruined anything. <laughs> Check this series Check it out. out. It was actually, it's actually like... Um, it's actually Amazon's, like, it was their most viewed pilot that they've ever done. Okay. And it was also one of the most interesting marketing campaigns <laughs> that they've done. Is oh, I, is, right, right. Is, uh, Olivia brought this up uh, beforehand, and she wasn't the first person I heard this from. But so, like, in New York, to promote this show, they didn't say Man in the High Castle on Amazon. They didn't do any of that. Just, like, in subways, they just put up, like the Nazi, Nazi paraphernalia that they use in the show. And so in the show, like in the part controlled by the Nazis, is what they did is they essentially have the American flag uh-huh. and just take away all the stars and yeah. where all the stars are, just put a swastika. swastika. Uh-huh. And so it's all this American coloring that's obviously very American patriotic and then in the middle are swastikas. <laughs> No explanation whatsoever, <laughs> just in subway. So you're just wa- you're just getting on the subway to your work. If you hadn't heard of Man in the High Castle, you're like, what, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Which I thought was, I thought that was a really, uh, really. Uh, I like that kind of campaigning. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I like yeah. the marketing campaigning and all that. Yeah, that because once because once it came out, that I was like, oh, this is what this was for. Everyone was like. Oh, okay. I now guess we get that it. Makes it okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so uh, Man in the High Castle renewed for season two. That's going to be hitting Amazon sometime in uh, 2016. No exact release date yet, but hitting the Amazon. But I am uh, right. I am uh, super excited about that. Yeah. Uh, sticking with uh, TV. In fact, I think or streaming TV. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so most of it is now. Yeah. Well, I mean. There, I mean, what's interesting is these streaming shows like Man in the High Castle, uh, House of Cards, they're getting nominated yeah. with all the other TV shows for, yeah. for Emmys. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I still I count it as TV. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, 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 you should. I just, you know, yeah, I mean, it's not era. like being carried by typical right. providers or whatnot. So. Yeah, yeah, but one show that is being carried by uh, a normal provider, yeah. one that 
Sam and I talk about a lot on this show. Sorry. I know, I know you guys don't talk. You guys don't watch it. But uh, Game of Thrones, uh, we got some more news from them. Is is we've talked. Sam and I have already. T- we've in previous episodes talked about uh, the trailer that came out, mm-hmm. which was just like. It's like I can't even say because I don't want spoilers. We're doing for trailers for TV shows now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it was well. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've they do them. For, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it was all focused around a character that's supposed to be dead but oh okay I, i've seen that okay. i, I kind of know what's going on okay yeah okay so <laughs> yeah. so she reads things right so <laughs> so we talked about that but now we have some other news um this past season of game of thrones was a real rough one mm-hmm. and remember reading that reaction and and it was so rough that like the writers have been hearing a lot from fans and it's about how women are portrayed in Game of Thrones. Last season, there was a lot of rape, mm-hmm. and when one and one character who was looked at as like this innocent victim had a really rough rape scene, and it outraged a lot of people. I think a lot of people were upset because they loved the character and like they were, uh, you know. They were just like, oh, man, I can't believe this is happening to her. But at the same time, they're like, guys, what are you doing? Like, you know, why are you including this so much? Okay. You look like you got something to say about Kinda. that. Kind of. Well, mean, well, what do you got to say? Okay, so this is just about rape in the media in, in general. Well, not in the media, because that implies, like, the news stations and all that. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about in terms of, like, TV shows and movies. And I don't know this scene. Mm-hmm. Was this scene glorifying rape? Saying that it was no, a good thing. No. Okay. See, th- and and it is funny you bring that up because the right the writer's response was like, you know, look, we hear what you're saying, but we're building a world where horrible, horrible things happen. Right. You know, and and one of the horrible things to help create this atmosphere is this this v- terrible, despicable act. Yeah. And I and 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 you know. And like, but I feel like that there are other ways you can go about showing someone being despicable without doing that. And I think that's what I think that's kind of the sum of like what everyone's complaining about. They're like, look, you know, we understand that the Game of Thrones world is a horrible place to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can convey that without so much violence against women. Now, saying that, I also want to say Game of Thrones also does, I believe, a really good job of showing women in power, you know, right. is, is, I mean, one of the most badass characters is a woman, mm-hmm. you know, she controls fucking dragons. Sweet. That's cool. You know, <laughs> you know, so it's like, I don't, so like, I feel like I'm conflicted. Like, I mean, I, I not, not you. saying I want to see more rape no, scenes, no, no. but like, you know, it's like, I understand why they're in there, Yeah, you know? And so now the writers have said like, okay, look, we've heard what you guys are saying. And we're going to take it into consideration, but you also have to keep in mind, like, we don't want to be censoring ourselves because that's one of the good things about being on HBO. Is that you don't have to censor yourself. You don't have to censor yourself. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think also it's going to help them be more creative because they're like, you know, because I do feel like that when they want like, I feel like they got into this rhythm of when they wanted, like, we need an, we, this, we're introducing this per- character 
it's a bad person. How do we convey that they're an evil That's person? Have them person. rape somebody. Have them do something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And it's just like. And again, you're 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 portraying them as a bad person. Right. To me, it'd be one thing if this show were glorifying rape, saying that you know, hey, the good people rape people all the time. It's yeah. fantastic. No, we're we're portraying it as a despicable, evil. Don't do this kind right. of thing. So, and I, I but, understand your point mm-hmm. where it's like, you don't have to be so graphic about it, but at the same time, you know, we went through this whole, where with murders and stuff, and you're like, wow, that's a whole lot of bloodletting, and oh, GTA, <laughs> yeah. and all that, and it's like, man, that's really graphic. It's like, well, we become so desensitized, or we need to show this because otherwise people don't understand the gravity of how mm-hmm. bad this is. Well, yeah. I think they they could do it a little bit more subtly. Like in Jessica Jones, we have uh, the Purple Man, and he's manipulating people, but he's never really doing anything. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just controlling their minds, but in his mind, they're doing it all kind of willingly, or he yeah. can't tell if they are or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could do emotional manipulation, too. Sure, do, sure. So have you guys finished Jessica Jones? Yeah. Okay, good, because I want to... Tr- okay, so I know we had an outline, but I want to scratch that because <laughs> yeah, because fine. Sam hasn't wa- hasn't oh, finished Jessica Jones let's yet. Let's talk, everybody. And yeah, so, like, I'm so ha- okay, so let's talk <laughs> about Jessica Jones. A uh, little disappointed. Were you? A yeah. little disappointed in the series. Uh, series as a whole or certain parts? So series as a comic? Well, I never read. I never read the, I never read the yeah. Jessica Jones comic. Um, I've seen. I've seen all the Marvel movies. Seen sure. you know. Seen most of the Marvel shows, and I felt like this was. And I, I know I'm in the minority here because like critically, it was really acclaimed. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. sitting somewhere in like the low to mid '90s on Rotten Tomato, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Metacritic gave it like I think like eight out of ten or some it's shit one like of the that. Top ten best new TV shows out. Right. I thought it was way too slow. I thought it was okay. Is like is like I was about to give up on it, and like I was talking to a guy at work, and he was like, "No, man, no, you you just you got to power through it." Like he's he's like, "Once you get to episode like four or five, it really starts to pick up." Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, "Okay, man, I'll get there." And then I got to I got to episode four or five, and I was like, "Okay, it's picking up because it's got a little bit more Kilgrave, and I'm a huge David Tennant fan, uh-huh. you uh-huh. know." So I was really happy to see him involved more. But even then, like, this was a show that is, like, I could only watch one episode, and then I would start a set the next one, and less than halfway through, I was like, <laughs> nope, just got to turn it off. And, like, then the next day, like, so I could only watch one episode a day mm-hmm. just because I couldn't get that involved in it. You know, I understand what they're doing. They're setting up. Mm-hmm. You know, we have two more Marvel uh, uh, TV shows coming to Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Iron Fist and... I think it's going to be Punisher. I think uh-huh. at least Punisher yeah. is going to be in season two of um, of Daredevil, yeah. which I did love. I did like Daredevil. Sure, you know, but Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. I did feel like the last episode, and no spoilers. Um, it it just felt like oh hey, this whole series was a trailer for the movie <laughs> right yeah and yeah and well i mean to the whole point of it moving slow like i felt that way about like breaking bad i kind of felt that way really cards extreme cards i oh, felt that way about I d- walking I d- dead too or oh, just yeah the first few episodes uh-huh. you're just like every episode mm. <laughs> until, no, 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 until everyone gets eaten by zombies mm. right. <laughs> see after the first after the first i guess i don't know Four five, uh, four episodes, five episodes. Now, are you talking about dead? in a particular season or in the series overall? 
No, and the show, so like from the start, like the very first episode of Walking Dead, I remember you and I, we so we sat and we watched this with Joe because we were so freaking excited. Like, mm-hmm. wow, a zombie TV show, revolutionary, that's outstanding. Sat there, watched it, and we were like, man, they really care about each other a lot. They have a lot of emotions they, they like really, to talk about. Wow, they're <laughs> crying but, a lot. A but, lot. But, gunshot to a zombie. All right, back yeah. to crying. <laughs> but back to the, what are we going to do? The graphic novel is, that's what it is. Sure. It's yeah. about the the people. But yeah, for somebody dead. that hadn't watched it, I was just like, all right, right. Yeah. we'll pick this up later. Be- be- yeah. <laughs> because what's interesting is if you if you pick up the first trade of Walking Dead, there's an introduction by Robert Kirkman, uh-huh. and he was like, Look, if you're looking for the typical zombie like slasher comic film type thing, you're not going to find it here. He yeah. he said like, but they didn't do that before the first you're right. episode. Yeah, they didn't you're have right. a disclaimer. <laughs> you're absolutely right. But like, but like in the comic, he was like, look, he's like, I've always been fascinated with the zombie apocalypse. He's like, but everything focuses on the initial outbreak. Okay. He he was very clear. Of like, I'm more interested in like what's happening ten years after the mm-hmm. outbreak, and that, and he's like, that's what Walking Dead is. Yeah. And I feel like they've stayed very true to that. Yeah, yeah. But so it sounds like to me, you thought the series started off slow and then picked, oh, picked up. Picked up a lot. You see, and 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 it picked up even within the first season. Mm-hmm. I felt the entire season of Jessica Jones was just too slow. Was just like, give me more, like give me more Kilgrave. You know, yeah. like I would have li- like I know like I think it was like somewhere around episode seven where like there was an episode that was pretty much just Kilgrave, mm-hmm. and that was like I was like okay this is a good episode you know is I thought it was well paced there's actually some action in it. that was the other thing man like you're gonna introduce Luke Cage and just like you're gonna show that he has like his skin is basically metal uh-huh. you know. But th- and you only play off of that maybe like once or twice more throughout the season, and then you introduce that that you know Jessica Jones has super strength. I think she has one other power. I know it's the super strength, mm-hmm. but I think she also had another she one. She can fly. She can kind of heal really fast quote unquote, too. Yeah, fly. yeah. She can fly. She can, yeah. Oh well, she can she can jump. She can yes. yeah. She can glide with. She can fall with style. Yeah. Fall, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like, I, I mean. I don't know, like, because there are scenes where you see her beating up people and throwing people around like rag right. dolls, but at the same time, it's like, I still don't feel like you utilize that more because, yeah, I'm seeing it in every episode, but I'm only seeing it in, like, one or two scenes throughout a 42-minute episode sure. where she's really using her superpower, whereas, like, with Daredevil, I mean, like, that's through, multi, you know, throughout the whole episode is, like, you know, him doing all that. So I wonder, I wonder if that's because more people are familiar with the Daredevil story, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, people know he's a blind lawyer who mm-hmm. who does things. You'll notice, like in that first episode of Daredevil, they didn't really go too terribly much into the whole like, uh, "Hey, I think I'm going to decide to fight crime." Right. Here. He's already doing it. Right. With Jessica Jones, not so many people familiar with that story. Right. And so I understand that you need to give Jessica Jones. Well, if it, I feel like there also wasn't a whole lot of an origin story with Jessica Jones, like setting up set, setting up a background. They kind of revealed it over the yeah. right, which the you know, series. you know, like with what they did with Daredevil was so great because then you do a flashback and like mm-hmm. sure, you sure. have a different actors and all that. You didn't really do that with Jessica Jones. No, there were like a couple of scenes that like flashbacked and it explained and that particular moment in right, that episode. Right, and the other problem is a lot of what was explained mm-hmm. was through dialogue. But the thing is, is like. I'm bored, so I'm watching the episode, <laughs> right. but I'm also on my phone. And, like, Jessica Jones was a show where it was like, shit. I missed what something. What the fuck? Yeah. And so rewind. it's like, got to rewind, like, ten minutes and be like, 
focus, 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 focus. Okay, that makes sense. Now I know what's going on. And then right back onto my phone. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a fan. I'm a fan of what they're setting up. Okay, that's fair. But I'm not a huge fan of of the show. And I've been like not one of those you'd go back and rewatch kind of things. I will not go back and rewatch it. I will probably not watch season two. Ooh. I think it's a psychological. Yeah, it's a psychological. It's a slow thing. burn. She's, she's a private investigator. She's but, not an action okay. Wouldn't it have been really cool then to where it's like okay, take it take it like what a lot of sitcoms do, where it's like each episode has a storyline that just fits that. She does a case, you know, she does a PI Monster case. Of the week. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then. <sighs> I think and that's the, how a lot of people thought it was going to be. And then, and then there's also throughout her, you know, solving this this case, she discovers something else, and what she discovers is the overall like you know story Helps arc. Contribute to like the like arc, yeah. that's exactly what like Doctor Who does. You know, is if you go back, I forget the season, but the Bad Wolf season, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, is you see you know when you yeah, see it be, sprinkled yeah. in here and there mm-hmm. and then it all comes together yeah. at the end but each individual episode was a different adventure you should have done something like that and yeah. they also kind of at the beginning it felt like that's what they were going to mm-hmm. do right and, it fell off. and then, it, then that, it just became just a continuing search for yes grave. yes yeah. and it was just yeah. like i know you're looking for him but like Come on, man. Like, you know, like, yeah. I did like that that there was a uh, episode or two where, like, they played into, like, what's happened with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, with you Daredevil know. and Night Nurse and all that. Y- yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and all, they even tied into the first Avengers film mm-hmm. in, w- in one episode. So, I like, like that. you know, mm-hmm. th- but that's one thing that, like, Marvel does really well that DC, you need to do. Like, Sam, oh and, I, Sam and I have had many conversations about that on this show where it's like... Acknowledge the other films exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, well no, 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 no. DC is acknowledging the other films exist, but what DC is not doing is they're acknowledging the uh, TV universe. So mm. for, for uh, so for instance, okay, yeah. for instance, easiest example, CW there's the the Flash. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Flash is going to make an appearance in the Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Not the same actor, not the same suit. Yeah. So oh, it, it's that's like, going to be confusing. And it is. And it's just like well, everyone who's a fan of the Flash is going to be watching the show and that would entice them to go see the movie mm-hmm. because right now there's not a lot of reasons to go see that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so I'm not yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll go see it. And I also like the fact that they had to make a news story out of the fact that, like, oh, we have the runtime of the movie. <laughs> and it's just like, really? <laughs> like, are you that desperate to keep the title in the news that, like, you're making a bullshit news story of, like, the movie is going to be 151 minutes and no Marvel. And, like, then they start comparing, like, Marvel's never done 100. Like, I think the longest Marvel movie was, like, 10 minutes under that, like 140 minutes. Hmm. So to that, I would have to say, not that any of them are going to be listening to this, I don't think, <laughs> but to that I just have to say, why would I want to sit in there longer? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I get what you're trying to say. Like, that's more time to flesh out the story. But, I mean, if you're going to tell me Batman versus Superman, look at me as a very simple comic book fan. Very simple. I don't go into <laughs> in-depth nearly as much as a lot of other people do. You tell me Batman versus Superman... I just want to see them fucking beat the shit out of them. <laughs> exactly, okay? exactly. I don't care how they got there. I don't care that Superman flew into the Batcave or whatever and Batman was pissed that he didn't ring the doorbell. Just beat the shit out of <laughs> yeah. each other. I don't yeah. care. I don't need I don't need Wonder Woman. I don't need Aquaman. Like, yeah. I mean, it could be solved in like a four-minute yeah. YouTube video. Yeah. Although, <laughs> superpower beatdown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I do like, I did read one article that was like, is 151 minutes long enough? No, and it's like, 
I, I get what you're saying because they're cramming so much into that film. Then you can't call it Batman versus Superman. Yeah. You can't. you got to call it something else. Call it Justice League. Well, I don't you, care. You, but you can't because this whole movie is setting up Justice League. I understand <laughs> so, that. But I mean, I mean, hell, call it Justice, Justice League The Origins, okay? Yeah. Do something like that. But you can't call it Batman versus Superman and not have everybody yeah. expect to see a bunch of ass kicking. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, so. no, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, comic books on uh, comic book TV shows and all this, ABC's doing something really cool. Yes, tell me about this. Is so, so we're coming up on the uh, 75th anniversary of Captain America. Looks like he has an age today. Imagine that. That's because he's changed so much. <laughs> like, like Captain America is like one of the heroes where it's like, no, we acknowledge that other people are taking over, you know, yes. you know. Uh, but so anyways, so uh, 75th anniversary of Captain America is coming up. Uh, and so to celebrate, ABC is doing a one hour special celebrating, I guess you could say, the life or career of Captain America. That's so cool. And so uh, this is going to air on ABC on uh, Tuesday, January 19th at uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So adjust to wherever you're living for the time zone. And so it's going to f- it's gonna chronicle the beginning of Captain America from 1941 and how he started out there and how he's evolved. And they're going to bring it, you know, so from 1941 to the current incarnation and how Captain America has evolved and how he's been reflecting what's going on in society. Fantastic. So it's going to be more of a documentary. Yeah. Okay. You said you said a special. And in my head, I thought they were getting Chris Evans to come out and they were going to do like a one hour kind of like a mini uh, made for TV special. You know what I mean? I I get what you're saying. No, but no, it's a documentary, which I think is great. Right. You know, and so, you know. It's funny you say that because Chris Evans, of sure. course, will be in it along yeah. along with some of the uh, helps when you're owned by the same company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, along with some of the other actors who have played um, uh, Bat, uh, not Batman, uh, Captain America in uh, other films, and also apparently there's going to be a big announcement, a big reveal, an exclusive reveal. Oh uh, joy! In uh, in uh, in this uh, in this uh, special event, so. It'll be interesting to watch if you're a big Captain America fan. And, of course, they mentioned Stan Lee will be in there, too. Well, I mean, of you course. can't I mean, do it without yeah. Stan Lee, honestly. Yeah. I mean, hell, even after he dies, he's going to have cameos in there. <laughs> I Holograms. Yeah. yeah they're <laughs> Holograms. They're just going to have him stuffed up like, there. I mean, that's... I wouldn't be surprised if, like, there's just, like, stock footage of him in front of yeah. a green screen. It's like, okay, act surprised, act mad, act, you know, and then it's like, all right, we'll just splice that and in just, wherever yeah, we can. Right. You know? So, uh, so, th- so, <laughs> so that will be, um, so that, like I said, that will be, uh, January 9th on, uh, or 19th on, uh, uh, ABC. And of course, I also think that they're also trying to, you know, they're doing this because we got civil war, Captain America, civil war oh, cr- that's yeah, coming out, uh, on May 6th. So, you know, I have a, f- I have a feeling that they're, that the big secret announcement is either going to have to do with something with Civil War or uh-huh. the next phase of of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's my theory, you know. And uh, when we were doing prep for the show, you had a you brought up an interesting question that was like, hmm, you know, because we're celebrating seventy five years of Captain America, and we have so many other superheroes that have been around forever. Mm-hmm. And you had a really good question, and I want you to, I want, I want you to ask You want it. me to ask it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the general room I, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know when a new superhero, a new 
face of the comic world is going to be introduced because we're about to have a kid. It could happen right here, right now. I have towels. That's so, good. That's good. You have so, hot water. That's important <laughs> some, for some reason. Like, you're going to have to give me a minute. It's going to take a little bit to, <laughs> yeah. to, to warm up. But, you know. But it just got me thinking because, you know, I mean, we've you've got some celebrity comic book recreators, like guest artists, you know. Mm. But it's not like they're coming out and introducing new characters, mm. no new superpowers, no new face of a generation of comic book readers. It's and I don't want to say rehash because that makes it seem like there has been in their old news. Right. But you know, we're we're redoing Spider-Man, we're redoing Thor, we're redoing Superman, redoing mm-hmm. Batman. We're just relaunching like we were saying earlier. Yeah. They just okay, well, we're going to restart this story arc with right. a brand new person. Right, right. Like Miguel I said, O'Hara is Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Um, well, okay. Yeah, and now Wolverine is a woman, sure. Hulk is Korean. So why not make those people New, <laughs> you know, instead of just like a, saying we need an- another war. That's what it is. We need a big villain, and in response to that, well, that's the thing. So where all your, all your superheroes come from, like all these new comics and stuff that are coming out, and of course, comic books kind of generally represent what's kind of going on in society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, radioactivity, Spider Man. Well, you know, well, yeah, I meant, but like threat. that that dealt more with like social issues. Well, I think right. they you know all do. I mean? Right, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. Social issues and the current social issues we have now are the whole like you know refugees with ISIS mm-hmm. with which, all of that stuff. Which Batman is well, Batman is covering uh, like racial issues in the United States, like uh, not not the Frank Miller Dark Knight three uh, comic. I believe it's the one being written by. I always forget. I could. It sounds Zach something. It's uh-huh. he, he. I don't want to say Zack Snyder because that's the director, but it's like similar to that. Mm-hmm. And like, they just started a new arc for Batman, and the opening, the opening, uh, like you know, of the, of the comic was Batman in the middle of the street, you know, with a a dead African American boy under, you know, below him, sh- obviously shot by a cop. You yeah. know, they were touching, sure, you know, like to real close to home. Ferguson and, you know, and Trayvon Martin. And so that's what this whole new story arc is, is holding a candle to that, you know. So, yeah, so comic books have always done that. But and I totally get what you're saying with like, we're not seeing, but we're not seeing anybody new. Yeah. And I have my two responses to that is one, go to the independent scene. Like mm-hmm. you look at image comics and like, Man, like they have so many, like they're introducing new characters and they're because like on the independent scene, there's so many new comics that are coming out like every Wednesday that, you know, that you have that you're almost flooded with like new people, you know, like, like, you know, like there's some heroes, you know, like, 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 would you consider Rick Grimes? You know, I mean, like that's based in reality. Well, somewhat reality. It's on the apocalypse. But I would still consider Rick Grimes a superhero. Sure, I, yeah, you know? I get that. I get that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, same thing uh, with uh, I'm, I'm reading uh, I'm reading this comic uh, called uh, Nail. Uh, no, no, Birthright. I'll go with Birthright as as the example, which is a fantasy story, and it, it definitely has like some anti-hero. The main character I'd say would be an anti-hero, and you don't know exactly what's going to happen. So I th- I would say if you're looking for new heroes and all that, definitely check out the independent sure. scene. But I think the reason why like DC and Marvel uh-huh. aren't doing it is because one they went through a period where like both of them almost went bankrupt. Yeah. You know, yeah. is like and you know what really helped them stay afloat were these iconic characters. Mm-hmm. Now and I think I, and and 
so I think like they're a little gun shy on that. But then also, I mean, like, what did we spend a lot of this show talking about? Their movies, and what are their movies right. based off of? The the the, the, the iconic characters. Yeah, so yeah. you don't want to, you know, so you want to put something out to where it's like, yeah, I can read this new comic, and it's still gonna be able. I can still go to the movie and be able to relate. Whereas it's like, go see Captain America. By the way, we're not gonna put out any more Captain America comics. Instead, now we're gonna do this Just guy. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, you know, like, you know, not transfer so well. You know, but I still think that I still agree with you that it's like, you know, you can still introduce some stuff. And I also and I think that maybe that's why we're also seeing some lesser characters starting to Mm -hmm. become more popular. Like Gambit's getting his own goddamn movie. (laughs) Deadpool's getting his Gambit. I I, I do, too. Okay, But like I've been told (laughs) I get what you're saying. I've been told not to like Gambit. Like (laughs) rude. I know. I know. But like, you know, also like Deadpool, he's getting his movie, you know, is we're seeing these some of these other guys because I think you're right. I think people are also starting to reach a point where it's like, all right, guys. I know the story of Batman. I know the story of Spider-Man, you know, you know, and like, you know, and, and to that, would you consider, uh, like, would you consider like when Gwen Stacy? Yeah. Cause Gwen Stacy took over as Spider-Woman, uh, in yeah. a new, like, are would you consider that introducing a new superhero? No, I wouldn't. Not really. I would. She's but, ages. She's so old. But she. Ha- but she she's has dead. Well, <laughs> I mean, but, depending on which story. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I. I get what we're saying there. No, I'm talking somebody brand new. Yeah, somebody brand new to face with today's issues. Like, a, and and I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's because and you know we were talking about Rick Grimes and The Walking Dead and how that's kind of loosely based more in current day reality and all right. that. Um, I don't know if it's because people nowadays just lack the imagination to think of a dude in a costume with the superpowers mm-hmm. being able to do that kind of stuff. And then, and now I think I'm answering my own question here, it's a lot harder to distinguish really what's definitely good and definitely bad. Right. Yeah. Because when you launched Captain America, He's good. Like, fucking the Nazis are evil. <laughs> yeah. Captain America exactly. is the it, good it, guy. It was, yeah. yeah, it was really yeah, that was really easy to do. I mean like if you I mean if you've ever seen a Hydra like outfit, you're like, well you're like that fucker. That yeah. Fucker. Kill like, him. I, I know exactly <laughs> who that's based off of, you know? Yeah. So yeah. But no. nowadays it's like, well I mean, can this superhero tackle this kind of social issue? Because he'll be a hero to some. Right. But to more people nowadays, Divisive. he won't be. Well, and you see, that was I think that was the purpose of these multiple universes. So you could have, I have this Captain America who's always doing what's right, yeah. what's in the law. But then I got the Captain America from this, like, Earth, like, 619 or whatever, you know. And it's like, well, he is like, I see you killed somebody, but I understand why Chaotic you did control. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you well, go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. So, I mean... I. I, I think I hate to say it, but I think it kind of boils down more to not a lack of creativity, but now more of like, how can we capitalize on this? Because these yeah. characters are iconic mm-hmm. and now we have a chance to, you know, produce a movie or a TV series or whatnot, you know, and and it's and now make money that with a brand new. Yeah, I mean, yeah. C- I mean, because like, because like, look at look what happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. No one, if you said you were a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy before <laughs> the <lying>. movie, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I'm yeah, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. And now it's like now you know now you have Guardians of the Galaxy, and now Star Lord has his own comic. Groot and Rocket Raccoon have their own comic, and now you have uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy 
with Iron Man, you know, like right. You I know, get you. So it's more about like bringing up those right on un- more unknown characters, right? And, and like I th- creating new ones. And right. I also think that if you go to like um, if you go to some of their uh, like if you go to like Vertigo, mm-hmm. which is owned by uh, DC, but it's like their offshoot. Right. You know, I think that's also where you you might have the chance of seeing like more superheroes. Uh, or not more but new superheroes but also they will tackle different issues that like DC like wouldn't touch but I think in my opinion they Marvel DC they're like we got our stock they know it works if it ain't broke don't fix it right I get it and like you know like we're gonna go to the you know I mean don't get me wrong they have a really deep well Mm -hmm. you know and there are you know there are characters that that they that they can pull from that you're gonna be like they have an infinite universe practically I get that I get that I'm just you know in terms of iconic but you know you know what but it would be nice and refreshing to see them be like you know like okay guys like we're gonna you know you know, launch this whole new seri- uh, this whole new uh, uh, comic, and put as much effort and uh, and pr- I guess you could say promotion behind it as they do with like the already iconic mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. characters. That's all so, I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so I mean, big risk. Yes. Yeah. So this will be real quick. I I don't I don't want to like have to break off to a tangent on this no, part, no, no. but like, was Kick Ass. Like a very like a pretty established comic before the movie was brought up. Is, did the comic come after the movie? No, 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 no. Kick Ass is based off based of, off a comic, ba- right? Based thought, off of yeah. uh, uh, graf- the graphic novel Kick Ass. Okay, you know it was it it Kick Ass. From my understanding, it wasn't like uh, it was a self contained story. So it wasn't like okay, we're gonna do like a forty two run issue, take a break, and then start over with. Uh, issue one and do a new story arc and maybe change the character. It was like we have these graphic novels. This is the story. It's done. So like the Watchmen kind of. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. You know. You know. Where it's so, just it's self-contained. You know. Because that that was what was refreshing about Kick-Ass. Me, I was like, well, that's not Spider-Man. It's not there. That's like. But that's like a dude trying to be but, a fucking superhero. But that's like, also. Kind of thing, but, but, but that's also going to show like why they need to tap into these deeper wells and maybe come up with new ones. Yeah. Because like. Kick-Ass was a big hit, you know, and it wasn't that well-known, like Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like, you know, I don't know how well Scott Pilgrim was before the movie, but after the movie, like, oh, yeah. you know, those sales definitely picked up. So And, like, those big mo- like those movies turned out to be huge, and they're based off of these, I would say, b- relatively unknown. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I didn't know Kick-Ass before the movie. Yeah, I didn't no, know Scott didn't Pilgrim before the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and now everybody knows who they are. And it goes to show that, like, you guys can take that risk, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I, and I, but that's why I also think, like, you know, you, you're seeing more comic book movies, more comic book TV shows, and just kind of, I think, more comics overall, you yeah. know, you know, is, is because now people are like, man, you can take something obscure that no one knows. And if it's that just a good story, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to be good. Sure. You know, so. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they, uh, hopefully they do something. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully they introduce something. You know, introduced to a new character. You or know, is 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 a good way to also judge is if you're reading like a well-established storyline mm-hmm. like Iron Man, and then like there's like a two or three issue arc where it's like Iron Man meets up with this one other guy. It's like 
okay, they're well, testing they're, yeah, they're yeah. testing the waters. Right. You know, that's exactly that's exactly what happened with Deadpool. Is they wrote Deadpool <laughs> as a throwaway character. We're like, he's going to be in this one issue of New Mutants '98, and then maybe sprinkle him here and there, but that's about it. Not going to do anything. And then Fanfare was like, we want more of this guy, and they're like, okay, um, <laughs> let's <laughs> give right, let's, let's give him his own ongoing Fair series. Enough. You know, Fair so. Enough. So that that's one way you can kind of look for it. If you're mm-hmm. reading, you know, if you see it and you see a character and you're like, yeah, maybe, you see know, what the, they do with depending them. on it is. So, okay. yeah, but like I said, hopefully they uh, they do something. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so good talk. All right, you guys ready to get into new releases? Okay, sure. Yeah, All right, let's do it. All right, this is part of the show where we let you know what's new in comics, what's new in movies. Um, do Normally, I would say what's coming to Netflix in January because this is our last show of the year. Is uh, Next week, we're taking off. We're so honored. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> but seeing as how I'm pulling double duty and I have to do <laughs> Marvel, duty. DC, and Image, and there's a ton of movies coming out. Yeah, uh, we're just gonna kind of skip over Netflix. Uh, you know what I'll do next okay. week? Uh, I'll, I'm gonna post. Uh, I'll post an article, a link to an article. Uh, article. That's yeah. Article. Reading. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Sam's routine, and uh, I'm gonna start off with uh, with Marvel. And uh, this week, because we do this every time there's a new issue, because I'm such a fanboy, uh, Deadpool number four is coming out uh, this week. More Deadpool than you wanted. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wade calls oh. in some uh, help being him, and you won't believe <laughs> or recognize who he signed up That's unless awful. you're very familiar with the Marvel Encyclopedia. Oh, see, maybe I should go look at that one. Yeah, so, <laughs> so to fill you in is Deadpool has started a Merc for Hire business. So, <laughs> you know, mercenaries for hire. Yeah. But the deal is, is he's like, hey, guys, I'm really big on branding. So everyone has to dress as Deadpool. <laughs> and okay. and so like they and so like all so he's hiring like all these all these like unknown you know uh-huh. deep cut Marvel characters like you know you ever heard of Fool Killer Mad uh, Mad Hat I believe is his other name uh, is one of the other guys Mad Hatter the only Mad Hatter I knew of was from DC. <laughs> See, I didn't even know he was, he was a Batman rogue. Yeah, was the Mad Hatter. Oh, I was go- I was going to Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, that's that no, like oh. that like his. Oh, okay. That's how screwy he is in the Batman universe. Is right. that he's the Mad Hatter. Right. So, go on. so, so, th- so they're pulling all these different characters to fill out uh, his mercenary team. So, uh, Deadpool number four is out this week. Okay. Uh, now I know Sam does too, but I'm just doing one this week. <gasps> screw, screw you guys. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna go on over to DC now and. Uh, Dark Knight number uh, Dark Knight three, the Master Race number two, is out this week. Uh, Master the, Race. Yes, the uh, the unexpected uh, finale to the Dark Knight saga continues as Carrie Kelly gets caught. That um, is, she finds herself. She gets into. Well, you're just gonna have to read to find out. Uh, they actually said that. That wasn't me paraphrasing. <laughs> they actually say. <laughs> like, read, wow, Jeff, that was ha- okay. You're gonna <laughs> have to for read. leading us on. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> This I I have Dark Knight uh, uh, Dark Knight Three Master Race Number One I haven't read it yet, and it's really interesting that DC is like this is the finale to the Dark Knight saga when before issue one was released Frank Miller was like hey guys uh, I'm gonna do another Dark Knight uh, saga after Dark Knight Three Master Race, (laughs) and like he came out and he said it 
But DC's like, we're not saying he's doing that. Like DC hasn't. Sl- so the writer's like, I'm doing this Batman comic. And DC's, and, like, and DC's like, we're not sanctioning this. Well, <laughs> they're not saying anything, but they're still labeling it as the final, you know, the final incarnation <laughs> of the Dark Knight saga. Loopholes. They get to leave it open like that. Well, but like he can't, he can't do the series without permission <laughs> right, to with use the likeness. Sure. So that'll be real interesting. Uh, okay, uh, now moving on over to uh, Image Comics. Uh, normally, Image. What I like about Image is normally like every week it seems like they have a new issue number one. Mm-hmm. Not this week. I guess they're gonna wait till after the New Year. So. Uh, just real quick, uh, some image issues that are coming out this week. Uh, Invisible Republic number eight is out. Uh, Nameless number six is out. I started reading this comic, but like the problem with image is like when you're at Marvel and DC, you have to meet a deadline. Like we, this comic comes out either twice a month or uh-huh. once a month, and we do not miss a deadline unless we're the Secret Wars and we're just fucking up our universe. <laughs> uh, Listen, listen to previous episodes to know more about that. So with Image, it's all creator-owned. Yeah. So like Image is like, yeah, we will publish this and we will, you know, distri- distribute this. Whatever we feel like it. Well, no, 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 no. Like they're like, we'll do this, but it's up to the writers to be like, okay, I'm gonna do, you know. Okay. So Nameless is, th- they're on issue number six. This comic issue number one came out almost a year ago. Hmm is they've done like issue one, two months off, issue two, a month off, issue three, three months off. They're only on issue six. And what sucks is it's such a good story. I really like the story, but it's like, Dude, I can't. It's like I, revisiting I, a Netflix film, well, like a couple. Of it's, it's 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 like I got to go back and I got to reread everything because yeah. it's been so long. You know, is they're just not consistent. But it is a good story. So, I mean, if you want to, you know, Nameless number six is out. And then my one of my new personal favorites is Saga number 32 is out. That talk about, like, taking the Romeo and Juliet, like, story arc of uh, star-crossed lovers, turning it on its head in mm-hmm. outer space. Holy shit. <laughs> Guys, go out, pick up the trades for Saga you will absolutely love it. All right, so that's what's uh, that's what we got for coming out comics uh, this week. Move on over to movies. Christmas time, Christmas week, tons of releases. So, of course there are. So uh, first up, uh, let's talk about. I liked when these guys teamed up in the other guys. I don't know how this one's going to be, but uh, Daddy's Home. The, oh, that's right. The yeah. new Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Stepdad yeah. versus Stepdad. Dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A uh, mild manner radio executive. Hey, I always like it when they put <laughs> the radio <laughs> in there. You know, uh, yeah. a mild manner radio executive uh, strives to become the best stepdad uh, to his wife's two children, but complications ensue when they're, when they're freewheeling and freeloading real father arrives, forcing him to compete for the affection of the children. Yep. So uh, Daddy's Home is out. Uh, coming out? Yeah, yeah, Friday, because that's Christmas Day. In- yeah, 25th. Interesting note about that one. In the trailer, you see Will Ferrell chuck a basketball at a cheerleader's head. Mm-hmm. That cheerleader is actually uh, wrestling TNA, uh, I guess, knockout. They, that's what they call their divas, but uh, Tiffany. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, or Taryn Terrell is yeah. what her name. What is. was yeah. also interesting is like they shot this at halftime. Yeah, at, at, a, actual at an actual game. game, and like everyone, nobody knew what was going. Everyone on. Everyone was like, "What was going on?" <laughs> and what was funny is like, what was so funny is everyone was like, 
what you know like well what, Ferrell what, just what, took out this cheerleader what what the? <laughs> but then like when i saw the preview i was like did no one recognize no one paul Shear? because paul Shear is the guy that's like on the court on the microphone it's like so you're not noticing two at least i think two well comedic actors sure like you have to know that this is something well i don't know sports teams have a tendency to kind of bring out uh, celebrities for certain events or whatnot. Okay. Segway to that, like real, real quick to side. <laughs> the Frisco Rough Riders. You know, we were playing mm. off the Miss Universe thing earlier, and you, you saw what happened with that, right? Who didn't see that? Right. So the Frisco Rough Riders immediately capitalized that, and they announced that they're going to have a runner-up night uh, earlier on in the season. Uh, and they're going to invite Steve Harvey and Miss Columbia out there to throw the first pitches. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> and St- that's viral. Steve Harvey will. Probably not show up. No. <laughs> Miss Columbia. Probably. Uh, I, I don't know because, like, I was actually talking to someone. At, this has nothing to do with comic books. Not at all. But, like, <laughs> but like I was talking to someone at work, and they're like, they're like, yeah, it sucks that, like, she wasn't really the winner. But if you really think about it, like, this is going to turn out to be really good because. Yeah, publicity, man. No one wants to sit there and be like, oh, it turns out you're the winner. They want to talk to the person who, yeah. like, had the crown taken away. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. I don't know if people know this, but sometimes when uh, people go on those talk shows, uh, they're compensated. Uh, yes. Just, so, well, that's the thing. That's why I think maybe Steve Harvey actually will come out to Frisco because um, he needs uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's killing it with the feud and he's got his own talk show. I know. I'm just saying like this kind of publicity to bring although, it back out. Although I would I – like I love yeah. Steve Harvey. So like I would go out there and just yeah. be like, Steve, and like try to <laughs> – I don't know. Uh, okay, so back to movies. Yes. Uh, also coming out this week is uh, Joy. This is the new Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper. Everybody that was in oh, Silver right. Linings, Silver Linings play. Playbook Part Silver, 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Joy is the story of a family. That already sounds familiar. Across four <laughs> generations. And uh, the woman who uh, who rises to become uh, founder and... Oh, my God. Uh, Do you need me to read this? <laughs> ma- oh, matriarch. That's the word. Ah. It's all right. I have uh, reading is not my strong suit. Uh, <laughs> matriarch of a powerful family business uh, dynasty. So, yeah, like you said, Silver Lions Playbook uh, yeah. Part 2. <laughs> and then um, this is one that uh, uh, you guys talked about yeah, on, on MVP. Uh, MVP mm-hmm. uh, Concussion, the new oh, yeah. Will Smith, Alec Baldwin movie uh, in uh, Pittsburgh accomplished pathologist Dr. Bennett. Uh, Omalu? Do you know? I don't know. It's probably Ben and Omalu. That's probably okay. what it is. Uh, un- uncovers the truth about brain damage and football players who suffer repeated concussions in the course of normal play. Yeah. And, like, I actually saw a commercial for this, like, during an NFL game. <laughs> wow. And then, like, I remember what you were saying where, like, the NFL was like, hey, guys, can you take you know take this scene out yeah. and take this scene out? And they were yeah. like, no, you already signed off on the rights, so we don't have to yeah. do what the fuck you say. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's still certain parts that the, the NFL was like, hey, we can't have you showing this. And it's like, okay, there's there's a whole lot of cross-talking out of both sides of your mouth here right now. Yeah. So you don't want to acknowledge the, the problems with, uh, you know, concussions and all that, but you're you're going to show it. Yeah. You're, I just... Yeah, hmm. well, and I, like, you know, and... Yeah, I, I know. I, That's I, how I, I feel. <laughs> I don't. I don't like giving the NFL a lot of credit because because I don't think they're a really good organization, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's the organization or uh, Roger Goodell. Oh, shit trickles downwards. Okay, <laughs> but like you know, like I will give them props for in draft day, as shitty as a movie as it. Well, I, I, some people said it was good. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, but like there was stuff in draft day where it was like. 
I'm surprised the NFL is allowing it because like one of the big draft picks is like he like you know throughout the whole movie I think takes place over like one or two days leading mm-hmm. up to the draft. And so leading up to the draft, one of the number one picks or like one of the top ten picks, I don't know how yeah. it happens, is in trouble with the law for like drugs and assault. And like the NFL was like, okay, yeah. And it's just like, well, that, that's cool that you guys allowed that to happen. But I can see why with concussion they're like, no. Right. <laughs> like, because they've been really uh, – and correct me if I'm wrong, but – NFL's been like, no, we take care of our players. Like we, you know, like they're they're safe. Yeah. And so, now it's like, no, they're not. Yeah, no, I talked about this on on Sunday actually, and I with Odell Beckham Jr. after he got pushed to the side of Josh Norman, dude just rears up and goes full on Rhino style charges the yeah. guy that just brushed him off and goes helmet to helmet yeah, right and, into him. And isn't he only suspended for a game? And he's appealing it and they're going to allow it, which means he's going to play until the suspension is or until the appeal is heard. So which means the NFL season. basically just goes don't do it anymore. <laughs> right. Right. I mean So ah. Yeah, I mean, so, so I just think it's funny that this kid that happened the week that concussion comes. Yeah, out. <laughs> and uh, you know, oh wow, though I gotta, say, it's not getting good ratings. Is uh, Meta uh, Metascore has concussion at a fifty-four out of one hundred, based of off of ten reviews, though. Mm, okay, ten you, reviews. You know, probably all of meatheads are like, "This isn't football. What is this science yeah, stuff?" Yeah, like that's <laughs> one thing that's I'm gonna find really funny. Yeah, it's like yeah. all these guys like. This is going to be like any any given Sunday football movie, Varsity Blues, and then it's just like, all right, let's look at this MRI again. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> MRI? Who is what? the intended yeah. audience for Who's this movie? Yeah. That's a really good <laughs> Right, yeah. No Moms kidding, who right? don't want their kids Oh, to my God. I can, just, I, I can just imagine. So not that. in Texas. Not in Texas no. because it won't happen to but elsewhere in the United States, moms being like, well, my child is not doing peewee football anymore. Well, that's the thing, right? And again, sorry to keep like bringing my show into this, but yeah. like I talked about this like with our kid. I don't want my kid knowing that if he does that to somebody, somebody's just going to be like, nah, bad boy. Right. I wanted somebody to know that that's going to have actual repercussions. Right. And like, <laughs> what sucks is like... I know. I know it's not every parent in the state of Texas, but you know that there's uh-huh. going to be a good majority where they're like, don't be the guy that gets the concussion. Be the guy yep. that causes it. Yep. Oh, oh, no. That's absolutely you know, the mindset down here. You know, for sure. And, like, and I, ugh. you know, like, yeah. like I'll, I'll never forget this. My brother told me a story of when he was in Mississippi and they were watching Varsity Blues and uh-huh. everyone was laughing. They're like, I can't believe they think it's really like this. And my brother was like, no. Like, my brother and, like, two other guys were from Texas. They're like, no, no. This movie, the way they treat those high school players, very accurate. Yeah. Not the best movie. You can go back and listen to the Editing Bay's cover of it. But the how those high school kids are treated like all-star pro athletes, mm-hmm. that was very realistic. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you everything about it just from where I was. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Uh, and then so finally, so concussion also out this week. Yes. Finally, rounding this out. Movie I'm so pissed about. So pissed. Uh, the remake of Point Break also comes out this week. What? Have you not see, heard of this? Or s- I, I heard about it. I didn't know they were. No oh, way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But why? Uh, because <laughs> it just... Uh, Merits remaking, I guess. I, don't, I, mean, I didn't even know that it merits remaking. Well, and there, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> it's the same story. A young FBI agent inf- infiltrates an extraordinary team yeah. of. Ex- this is where I start to have the problem. 
is there like infiltrates an extraordinary team of extreme sports athletes. He suspects of masterminding a string of unprecedented, uh, uh, you know, heist. What I don't like about this is they are focusing on the extreme sports side first and then the heist later. Whereas in the original Point Break, it was, it was the they, yeah. yeah, they're robbers. And then they also are surfers. And like, you know, the whole point of robbing is so they never have to stop surfing. But the main focus was the, was, you know, the, the, the heist. part of it, not the extreme sports thing. Was this directed by Fast 7? I, uh, you know, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. But this looks so bad. Like, when you have – you really expect me to believe that there's an FBI agent that's going to stand up in front of his, like, entire department and be like, these guys are extreme athletes, and I'm going to go in undercover as an extreme athlete. It's congeniality. Okay. Touche. <laughs> uh, I can't uh, – I can't – oh, shit. It's uh, funny you bring that up. Um, the director of this directed <laughs> The Fast and the Furious in 2001. Huh. Right. Remember, not Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. The Fast and the Furious. Yes. Uh, and then That's he, hilarious. And he also directed um, the Ben Affleck Daredevil film. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and then his, oh, and then his, other, uh, uh, his other big one was uh, Mel Gibson's uh, Payback. So like okay. those are like his oh I'm sorry those he uh oh I'm sorry he didn't direct those he was only cinematographer on those hmm. uh well this is his <laughs> first big directing film oh is boy. oh no he no, chose this one oh no invincible he he directed invincible okay which was that the Mark Wahlberg that was Mark Wahlberg again I did like that yeah. one yeah 2006 yeah yeah okay I did like that one Mark Wahlberg as a as, as a wrestler, right? Trying to or is a no, no, no. The story of the Philadelphia Eagles kicker. Oh, that's that one. There's yeah. another Mark Wahlberg one where he's like an amateur wrestler trying to make big. Are you not thinking of the wrestler with? No, 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 no. Positive. <laughs> I'm not thinking about that. There's there's some other one that also has John Cena in it though that I think is called Invincible, but I could be completely wrong. I but don't know. The, but yeah, this the one is the Mark the, Wahlberg, yeah, the gotcha. kicker. Movie, I know which one. Which yeah. I thought was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, this, on the other hand, does not look like a good movie, no. <laughs> and I feel like. I feel like if you guys really wanted to make a movie where the central focus was extreme athletes. Just make a movie about that. Well, that, that, but also it's like, dude, you guys are a little late. This movie should have been made in the early thousands. because the X Games was at the its popularity. Exactly. (laughs) That's, yeah. That's where I was going. Is you make this movie when X Games, I mean, now, do they even do the X Games anymore? Yeah, they do. They okay, do. but yeah, like, Winter X Games, Summer X Games. Right. And like, the only thing I know about X Games was. They had one in Austin, and the biggest thing about it was Metallica was playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when when Bob Bernquist and Tony Hawk and yeah. it, like quit the game, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you don't have anybody else. Sean White can barely snowboard anymore. So I mean, you like you've well, lost you've lost a lot of the star power. And, the and also, what I think what hurt, hurt that is Sean White was like. Oh hey, snowboarding is in the Olympics, guys. I don't want to risk fucking myself up yeah, for I'm an X go. game when I can yep. go win a goddamn gold medal. Yep. yep. You know, so it's like, oops. Well, yeah. there's the endorsement out the window. Goodbye. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. I don't want to say go see this movie. I really don't. Then don't. Don't go see this movie. There you guys. go. Go. <laughs> Do you feel better about yourself yeah. now? Rent, <laughs> rent. I mean, also you can't. You can't beat Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. All right. Like you can't <laughs> beat that man in this movie. 
I don't know. I feel like I would like to see Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves in some other kind of movie where I would have to be drunk <laughs> to see it. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right. So that's all the movies that are uh, coming out uh, this Christmas week. Uh, thank you guys for uh, filling in for Sam. It was great. Is, uh, happy to have you on. Uh, uh, Matt, you do MVP on the Nice Wave Radio Network. That's right. Is you guys do uh, release a new show uh, every Monday, except for this coming one. I believe you guys are also taking the week off. Yes, we are taking the week off. Uh, how can they find you? How can they find MVP? So you can find us, uh, the Most Valuable Podcast MVP. You can find us on Twitter at MVP Next Wave. You can also go on Facebook at the Most Valuable Podcast. You can find me. I'm Matt. <laughs> my Twitter handle is Next Wave MLB, and, of course, my podcast partner is Danny Saint. We can actually call him Danny Saint now because I think he's getting back into wrestling. I was about to say, I saw some Facebook photos, <laughs> yeah. and, like, I, I, at first it took me a minute because I was like, what the hell is that? And then yeah. I was like, those look like wrestling shoes. Yeah, he's getting back into it, I think. Wow. So we'll call him so, Center Stage Danny Saint, and that's his Twitter handle, Center so Stage DS. I'm guessing the wife has signed off and said, okay, you can do this again. Every reason that he didn't, he wasn't going to be in wrestling is officially out of business now. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so yes. that's good. Oh, uh, shit, I forgot this. Is Sam and I do an Oh Shit, I Forgot, and <laughs> I forgot my Oh Shit, I Forgot. Is uh, Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so real quick, uh, Mel Brooks has said that they're going forward with Spaceballs 2. Nice. Yes. Is n- unsh- He's... A lot of the cat original cast has signed back on, but obviously, like John Candy's not going to be involved. What? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 big question is Rick Romanus. Yeah. Because yeah. you know he didn't want to do the Ghostbusters remake. No, either. he turned that down. Oh shit! I forgot. We could have yeah. talked about that too. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, he, and originally Mel Brooks was saying like I wouldn't do it without the original cast. Obviously, you sure. know, with j- excluding John Candy because that's. You, you know, d- dead. You know, yeah, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> but so he said. Uh, he said on uh, on Adam Carolla's uh, podcast that uh, that they're going to start working on Spaceballs too. It sounds like you know, obviously Joan Rivers won't be back to voice died. John Candy won't be there to be barf. But it seems like uh, Bill Pullman is going to come back. Nice. Uh, and um, Rick Romanus, who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope he comes back because he was so good in that. And, like, I understand why he quit acting to go take care of his kids while his wife was, you know, sick and uh, ended up passing away and mm-hmm. then they raised mm-hmm. the kids. But it's like... The kids are old enough you're, Yeah, like, like who was... There's some other actor that did that, too, that was, like, took time off to help with the kids and then the kids grew up and he's like, I'm back. And, like, it was, like, amazing. I forget who the actor was. But so, yeah. Hey, so, we can only hope. Yeah, so, uh, for Osha, I forgot... Uh, uh, Spaceballs 2, The mm-hmm. Search for More Money. Mm-hmm. At least that's tentatively what it's being called. <laughs> yeah. I hope they stick with the name. <laughs> you know, uh, so that is in the works. Uh, okay, folks, if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate and comment on the show. That really helps us out. And while you're there, also uh, just do a search for Next Wave Space Radio, and that will pull up My Comic Life. That will pull up uh, Matt Show, MVP. That will pull up uh, The Editing Bay. And uh, rate and comment all those shows. If you're talking to your friends about it and they say, I can't because I don't have an iOS device, and they have Android, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, those apps actually search the iTunes library and then pull it onto your Android device. So that still helps us out because you can still subscribe to shows through those apps. And then that still helps us out because that gives us subscription numbers that we can take to advertisers and say, hey, look at how many people listen. It'd be nice. Yes, that's right. Uh, and uh, if you just don't want to do that, 
you can download the shows from nextwave-radio.com. Just click on the show's page, and you can download individual episodes right there. They come down as an MP3. Do with them what you will. So, you know, uh, there's also that. Um, don't forget, you can find uh, My Comic Life on Facebook. Just do a search for My Comic Life. Twitter. Genius. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, t- on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Our handles are at mycomic underscore life. And uh, I think that covers it all. Um, normally, this is the part where I hand it over to Sam, but since he's not here, I guess I'm going to have to do the catchphrase. Uh, oh, before I do that, though, uh, like I said, we will be off next week. Uh, yeah. We will see you guys in the, in the new year. So until then, ditch the herd, be a nerd. Stay strong out there, my friends. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.